0: Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast, sponsored by ODG Apparel. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Rob. Glad you're here to listen in while
1: we talk about church, theology, and everything in between. Hey,
0: what's up, guys? It's the Babylon Pastor Podcast with Michael and Rob. Yo, welcome. Hey, I didn't tell you this before we started recording. I probably should have. Uh somebody uh commented on the video, one of I don't know which one it was, but they didn't think that you would look like you sound. They said you look different. Than oh, you. yeah. So okay.
1: Well, I don't know what that means. I'm, but I'm... probably a lot uglier.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs>
1: why I grow a beard. It covers a lot of stuff up, you know. Does it? I grew it's, a beard. It's because my makeup.
0: People... Oh, beard! Beards are man makeup. hmm Nice. Wow. I think we get end the podcast right there. Beard's man mm-hmm. makeup. Thank you for your tips. <laughs> I don't know. Uh I I didn't know you had that wizardry. If you're not watching the video version, you don't know what I'm saying, but like he just he <laughs> just zoomed in on his face. Anyway, nice. Um, so welcome to the new year. Um you're you're yeah. you're listening to this in 2021. I'm sure all the problems have been resolved. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, all things are yeah. great and the world the is a whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. No. Nope. <laughs> so so welcome to 2021 um yeah. we're gonna start out this year with um uh hopefully helpful to you uh we get a lot, i get a lot of questions on instagram about uh from new believers about things like their prayer life their bible reading things such as that so that's what we're going to try to cover this first new little series in january of 2021 looking at that so the first thing is going to be prayer life and these will probably be as if if you're new with us and you haven't been with us last year, we don't prep for this. So I have no clue how how long or short these are going to be, but we're going to talk about prayer life today, Uh, especially from the perspective of a new believer. So let's, let's start with that, Rob, like starting off. I mean, we both grew up in church. If you guys don't know that you can go way, 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 way way back to January, 2020, where we started, we kind of opened with those, but we both grew up in church, Christian families, that sort of thing. So what did kind of prayer life for you look like and what have you learned from that to now
1: um <clears throat>
0: a lot that was a long <laughs> can journey
1: we, can we cover long. all of that <laughs> um no i you know i think there there are a couple of really significant things if we're just going to talk about how do i uh, get better about doing it regularly and how do I make it more of a practice? There are some really practical things that honestly that would be true of any of the like that we'll, we could probably get into when we do Bible reading and other things, mm-hmm. which is simply make a specific time for it, right? Like if, you, if mm-hmm. you're going to actually have, but but one of the things that I think of, right, uh, that isn't just some sort of practical application thing Um Like if I had one lesson, so you and I both grew up in a a church world where things were really um, strict, really, uh, it it felt as a teenager anyway, like there uh, was a lot of kind of Pharisee-ism. And so, uh, at least to me it did. And so um, when that has followed me into um, adulthood, and and some of the theology that I heard, maybe not what they said, but what I heard was mm-hmm. that if I, um, sin, uh, too much, which the line was never really, <laughs> uh, thrown out there, but, but it, <laughs> you will not be saved anymore. You won't be a Christian anymore. You'll have to, you know, um, and so that was a really scary thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, when I, as I look back at it, uh, I didn't, necessarily think that at the time but it was and um so all that was a rabbit trail but an intentional one because now one of the things that that has caused and I think this is probably true of everyone in some respect but uh or at some level but now if I like fail in some way uh even something small right like if I lose it with my kids in a way that I shouldn't have or, or get, um, whatever, right. Something that makes me feel guilty. and, um, I feel the weight of my sin a little bit. What, what I naturally do is on purpose, avoid God. Like I don't want to, I, I don't feel like I'm worthy. I knew better. I shouldn't have done this. And so like it, it, sometimes it would take me, um, I I don't know a few days to a week there have been times in my life when I was younger that like it would be months when I it would just be like okay I failed and then it it because I didn't just run to God right in prayer and um it just ended up being kind of a spiral right like downhill um and so the the lesson that I've learned though over the years, and I'm still not perfect about it by any means, but uh, I, I've by God's grace gotten a little bit better with it. But is when when you fail or mess up or whatever, um, man, run to Him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like like right after, even even in those moments when like you knew better, right, and and um, maybe even just decided to do whatever you were going to do anyway. Um, it's important to to realize, right, that this is your dad. If you're a Christian, he is your father, right, and he's a perfect father. So you can go to him. If you just read the Psalms, um, it's super encouraging because you hear David essentially at times look up because of circumstances around you. Sometimes another reason we don't go to God is because we're mad. <laughs> like how could you kind of a thing. And David does that like publicly to God. He says, How could you? Like, what are you thinking to God? Right. Mm-hmm. So um, it's important to just to not be afraid to go to God. That's what Christ bought for you, right? Is to be able to boldly Access. approach mm-hmm. his throne and yep. and pray and, and talk with God. So um I, I would say just one of the important, most important life lessons that I've learned when it comes to prayer is do it. No matter what's going on, if you've caused something, if, um, you know, mom just passed away, well, whatever is kind of going on in your life, run to him, mm-hmm. right? Even if you're frustrated with him, yeah, better to, better to let that out and talk to him.
0: Well, I think that's a great example. I mean, as soon as you said that, like I thought about, so my son, like he's at the age now that as soon as he does something bad, like he knows he does something bad. Like he heads for like to hide behind a door. Or if you do get <laughs> yeah. him, like he'll just bury his head in your shoulder. Cause he doesn't want to look you in the eye. Like that's the thing, which I mean, I, I, That was the first picture I got when you said that, which is what we do really, right? So as soon as, even (laughs) so depending on where you are. So if you're, you know, if you're a new believer, I think the first reaction is like what you said, like the idea, like we want to run, like you get away as fast as possible because you know you've done something and you don't want to talk to God. Or I think maybe the longer you're a Christian, maybe you're more of the, you know, he's got you, but you don't want to look him in the eye. So you're just going to bury your head. Um, And the idea being like, I I think that's a perfect example that, (laughs) depending on where we're at in our work with the Lord, our, our first reaction, just because of that, you know, the flesh, you know, is still fighting the flesh in us is to, to not, we don't, you know, we know he's holy <laughs> and because we know he's holy. We were like, ah, we're not, you know, you probably don't want to talk to me anyway. Um, but that's, that's a great example in the sense that like, regardless, like to remind yourself to that he wants to hear you, that he is there that you should pursue, um, that's great. I think that's it's a good point too, from just growing up, where there was this idea that, like you said, like um, I like that you said there was never a defined line, like uh, which sin was bad enough to where I have to recommit, and which sin wasn't. <laughs> like this idea, <laughs> like, I'm just so, needing so a, what did, a spreadsheet. <laughs> so, so what did
1: we do? We we uh, rededicated well, you, like like weekly. You
0: know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. like so if you remember teen camp it was like well I probably said something yesterday so I should probably go there. right. Yeah. You know what's yeah. funny to me like totally off subject, there was never a counselor there being like no dude you're good like like nobody ever walked you they're like oh yeah you came up again let's pray again. Nobody was there using the sermon yeah. to be like you were here yesterday bro. Like what could you have possibly done between yesterday and today? I don't know were you not sincere yesterday uh anyway totally different podcast on that but so
1: yeah um,
0: but no that's a great i think that's a great general principle for anybody that's saying you know well how do i get deeper in my prayer life well just do it like regardless just do it i think you're bringing up the songs is a great example too like i think i talk to a lot of people i don't know i mean maybe you do in your in your you know talking counseling people and talking to people in your church but i talk to a lot of people that have this sense that they can't you know just voice their opinion with god and i think like you said with psalms that's a perfect example where david um all that well like the one that comes i forget which psalm it is but where it comes to mind he goes i just see them sinning and you're not doing anything about it um and then he's just there's there seems to be this time where it goes by and then he realizes that yeah but one day you will do something about it sort of situation and he's glad that he you know knows the lord so just this you know just pursuing the Lord regardless, being honest with the fact, like you said. So I know there's been times when people die. There was a kid in our youth group that passed away. And I know there was a time where his dad had a huge, I mean, he just did not know how to respond to God in that instance because his son had just died Um, and just being open and honest with that and pursuing God in prayer in those super hard times, but also in just those other times that, um, that you just don't know what's going on. I think is it's just a good practice to understand that um there's not like this perfect way to pray. I think that's also something too. Yeah. That um growing up there was this idea that you had to say this or that or the other, like in a certain way. <laughs> um, and that's not necessarily I mean, yeah. So you had to have your your hands <laughs> folded, your eyes closed. I remember growing yeah. up when people were praying with their eyes open, like, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like what? like- like the, like the Billy Graham end of the, end of the service thing. Every head bowed and every eye yeah. closed.
0: I see that hand. I'm like, I don't see no hand. <laughs> you, no, but yeah. anyway. so really
1: in, a, in a crowd of 200,000 people, yeah. I see that hand. Yeah. I don't believe you, no. Billy.
0: Anyway, so but the, <laughs> the, the, the idea uh, that you have to pray a certain way, I think we need to, you know, you talk that through a little bit in the sense that, um, I think there's this fine line that we do understand that God is holy, but at the same time, understand that he, like you said, is also near, which is just the amazing yeah. thing about who God is, that he is a holy God that, you know, and so sometimes we, we have a little bit of reservation in that regard in approaching him, but at the same time, realizing, like you said, what Jesus bought for us was this access to come boldly before him and speak to him as our father. So just working yeah. that out and understanding that and I think that's, I know for me, that was in my prayer life, this really weird thing for me, understanding, you know, you hear one week that God was super holy and all, you know, out there. Um, and then the other week that he was your father, you're like, how do you, how do you balance those two things? How do you square that? Yeah. Yeah. To get to a point to where you understand that you, you do have, you know, this daily prayer life with the Lord where you come before him. I mean, we'll talk about this. I'm sure it's going to come up in other, in the other podcasts, but like my morning routine is when I, when I'm go to work every morning, I have a specific time set out just for me because I have to have some sort of habitual thing in my day or I just will forget. But, um, where there's a specific time where I just sit down and I say, Hey God, Father God, thank you so much for me getting up today. Thank you so much for just having the opportunity to go to my job today and just approaching him as his father, just this conversation, um, of thanks and supplication, and that sort of thing. So, um, that that's really been a development in my prayer life is understanding that it's not Mm -hmm. like I don't go to God just when I have problems (laughs) and I don't go to God just for salvation. Um, I ha there's this, this thing where it's this daily conversation of saying, you know, some days I don't feel like it, God, I don't feel like talking to you today, but, um, I, I know that you're there. I know that you're near and working through those times too. So uh, for me, that was a big, that was a big thing. Yeah. I think that,
1: Um, what the point that you brought up is a really, really good one. And I think that it's really hard. It just, it, depending on personality type and uh, how you grew up theologically, or if you're a brand new Christian and you didn't grow up theologically at all, depending on a lot of those things, most people fall into one of those two categories where you either um, think almost exclusively of God as this holy righteous perfect wrathful god right who who i mean cower fear the lord kind of a thing and and almost not at all your father right mm-hmm. and then there there's the complete opposite of that which is not good either where you we are so comfortable with talking to god that um you forget that he's, he is holy and righteous and, and he is all of these things. And so there is an element of fear of the Lord. Right. Um, and the best thing that we can do, and I don't know if anybody actually reaches that, but the best thing that we can do is, is find that really good balance between those two things. And, um, I, I think, um, what, what you said was right on about uh, like the how to pray thing. There are certainly, I think you can look up, if you Google, um, prayers of the Bible, there are 5 billion things that will pop up, right? What, what I would suggest though, don't just go buy a book on prayers of the Bible. Um, but actually maybe find a, a site. I'm again, I'm sure that if you Google it, um, you would, you would find lots of this as well, but just find this, the references in scripture and go actually read them for yourself. Um, and you can learn a lot about prayer through that. Um, if you want to know the how to, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's really important. Like sometimes if you really understand God as father, right. And not, not comparing him to your father, cause your father might've sucked you know mm-hmm. yeah. i mean you might have had a crappy dad or an absent dad or no dad in your life whatever um and so you can't compare god to that because god is what your dad should have been yeah. right like god is god is the the perfect father and mm-hmm. um and so sometimes like honestly sometimes prayer depending on what's going on in your life might simply be sitting in silence and crying yeah you know, like if you think of him as a dad, sometimes with your dad, um, it, it you should be able to have that relationship where um as a as a young youngster, right, like toddler or a kindergarten, first grade, whatever, when you're really young and innocent, and um something happens and you can just run to dad and cry on his shoulder yeah. <laughs> and and there's an understanding, he knows what's going on. And he's just, yeah. I mean, that's, that's God to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at a certain level. So, and I, I have, I have to do that intentionally because again, my, my instinct is to be the one who, you know, I'm at, read the old Testament and he's burning people for, you know, like, yeah. uh, lighting unauthorized fire <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. and He's so opening that's up the earth and, and people in, are getting sucked in yeah right that's the god in my mind a lot of times so i have to be intentional about the the actual father relationship
0: part of mm. it so no and i think that's good too to understand um there was a father's day sermon I preached once and I know this is getting a little off the prayer part, but I think it's important, like how we pray. There was a father's day sermon I preached one time and afterwards somebody came up and well, actually two people had come up. And the first one had talked about how um, they appreciated in the sermon, how I had mentioned that sometimes, like you said, earthly fathers are kind of crappy because that had been a real struggle for them to understand God as father, because their father was just, not what he was supposed to be um so they had struggled for a really long time understanding that you know god having that concept as god as father because father for them was this just absolute trash kind of a person um and just you know working through that so how you know for you that may be listening if you're listening your dad wasn't so great and by the way none of us are real great at it uh even the best dad sometimes i mean we all fall short um, and this, I, you know, seeing him as somebody, like you said, that you can run to that you can go to that is, isn't bothered by, and this is a good tip for just as, as dads that isn't bothered by their kids coming to them. Right. So my job as a dad is to make sure, and this is a big thing for you guys, dads, <laughs> I try to explain this a lot in premarital counseling yeah. as well. Cause eventually some of you guys are going to have kids, but you are that representation as best as you can be, not only in your marriage with your wife, as what Christ in the church looks like, but as your kids and how they see God, the father. So if you're always bugged with them coming to you, you're not attentive to when they bring things to you. I mean, I know that doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but for them, that's, that's building something for them and you're not going to be perfect at it, but just have that in the back of your mind. So when my, when I come home from work every day right now, Connor's thing is Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. He wants to go play Mario. So the idea is we're going to come home and I'm going to, I know every day when I come home for an hour, we're going to sit in front of the TV playing Nintendo and he's not going to play a single level. He wants to go to the old battle ones. I don't know if you guys ever played the original Nintendo. (laughs) He's going to want to battle me over and over and over and over again for no reason, just because he thinks it's funny to beat me. And the idea (laughs) is that uh, again, as stupid as silly as that sounds like I want him to know and I want like, so my daughter, she's into drawing right now. I don't care what she's drawn. I want to see that. I'm going to give her as much praise and awesome and high fives as I can for that, because I want her to have this understanding far beyond my relationship with her, that God is a God that cares about what, you know, what she's doing, the talent she's has her life, all of those things. So um, understanding again, we're both coming from it, from the other side of it. Some of you guys are like, I totally see God like that. I can't reconcile the old Testament part of it. Like we also have to understand for you guys coming to God that it's not just like a, Hey God, I'm really mad at you and you should do what I want because you understand that in the old Testament, people did that too. And he's like, Oh, you're going to die. Uh, so I mean, understanding <laughs> that, that for example, Job is a perfect example of that. It's where Job comes and he goes, you know, you know, God just shows him all of that, all of the things that he's done. And Job goes, I clearly did not understand. Thank you for showing me. Like just again, of who you are. Um, And getting that balance, and like you said, Rob, I think it's great. We're never going to have a great balance of that, but understanding who we're coming before is, like, super important. So when I come before God, there's two things here that are amazing for me. One, uh, there's no problem too small for him. So, right, I'm having a junky morning. My clothes weren't dry for work. I'm not ready to go. I'm running late. And that doesn't seem like this huge important thing, but he cares to hear from me even in that. And at the same time, I realized yeah. that he's the God that created the very thing those socks are made out of, <laughs> right? So holding <laughs> those two things in tension going like, he's not bugged by my miniature problems, but he's also able to understand and take care of the biggest things yeah. in life and having that balance. So I'm bringing my, my minuscule complaints before God, knowing that I, this is just really annoying God, but knowing also that he's the one that created everything and knows exactly how my day is going to go anyway.
1: Um, yeah. so and I think I think it too something that you mentioned that that um I actually hadn't I guess thought of it in these terms, but um when you're talking about you and your kids, that I think sometimes um we use our relationship with our kids or how we react to our kids and we assume that God is like that, like mm. we are being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and um I, I like i'm sure that there uh are moments when you don't feel like playing nintendo you know what i mean like yeah and and so it and and i'm i'm just picking that out like if i if i have many 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 of those moments right where um kids can be annoying i mean they what? just they just can't what? they're inconvenient <laughs> like i don't I don't want to go home and do this or that or the other thing half the time. um and so uh, even if I do the good dad thing and I do those things, right, in my heart, there are many times when i like I'm just doing it because I should, you know mm-hmm. and so I can put that on God as that that's who he is, right yeah, like that i and so and so I don't really want to go to him with with anything if I don't have to because I don't want to bother him. (laughs) Right. And so you, we can, but instead of that, we have to think of God as he is and then let God influence how we are as fathers rather than let our, our fatherhood influence, how we view God as father. Mm -hmm. Um, But that it, I know we're kind of off on who God is and fatherhood and stuff, (laughs) but it has everything to do with how you go to him in prayer. Um I just sent you a link you can put it in the youtube description or somewhere wherever you put things like that of okay. a oh, uh it. website I found that it's it's twenty two hundred and twenty two prayers of the bible i haven't looked at the whole thing but i as i started scrolling through it um it it has uh like prayers and it it all it does is it tells you the context of the prayer and then gives you the scripture reference so mm-hmm. it's it's a great it looks like a really good tool to to look at and then go read the prayer and learn like it would probably be a good bible reading plan for just oh, a short time
0: maybe we'll uh, pick up on that next time uh one last thing i do have before kind of we end this episode i think that that's a great like for example praying through scripture i know oftentimes there's been a couple a couple people in my life that have really um been incredibly helpful in this regard that have mentioned that because sometimes some people's thing is i just don't know what to say to god i just don't know um and i think praying through scripture sometimes is very helpful in the sense that um like you don't know what to say he knows your needs anyway but sometimes you just need to say something um so maybe sometimes praying through depending again i think that Again, context is incredibly important, but um, just just reading that understanding and seeing what others have prayed before you is can be helpful as well. So,
1: yeah, and uh, so I, I guess, lastly, for me too, and and kind of in the same vein, and what we've been talking about, and if it, and this really is going to tie into what's next, uh, we're going to do for next week, um, Bible reading, Bible reading right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so this is going to really tie into that. Well, um because one of the things that I've also kind of learned to do so Paul tells us to uh, always be in prayer right to always be Mm -hmm. praying that doesn't mean that you should quit your job and sit in a room by yourself and pray until you die right um obviously that's not what he means he means that God since God is omnipresent he's always there and he's always your father you should always be able to be in conversation with him throughout the day right as you're going along and we should be doing that um but one of the things that I've learned to do that has really been super helpful for me and um, just growth in both of those areas is as I'm reading every day, like I'll stop at certain points um, if it makes, if if something hits me right. And, and I'll just be like, man, thank you, God, that you're, you know, like yeah. based on what I'm reading, like it's nothing for me to interrupt my reading and then pray and, and be thank you to god for this truth or whatever it might be and so those two things are very connected um and that that really helps me also if you don't know what to say to god um that's a good place to start also because the scripture i
0: mean well just thank you is good yeah (laughs) there's been yeah yeah. there's been literal times both i mean both of my kids being born i remember The only thing I could, my only response to God was thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, sometimes that's all you can say. (laughs) Thank you. There have
1: been times when we go around the uh, family in the evening or whatever. Mm -hmm. And at at times, all we do is we take turns and go around the little circle of four and uh, we'll each go uh, one thing, right? So, thank you, God, for my family. And then the next person will say, thank you, you know. So we we we'll just do that sometime. I mean, it doesn't have to be this big, robust. Oh, Father, yeah, who art in yeah. heaven, right? I mean, like you don't yeah. have to go all King James in your language. You don't have to just do uh,
0: sackcloth and ashes and ripping robe. Right, you don't have to. Right? Do that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'd have to buy a robe first,
0: but well, I mean, you just you know just use your bathrobe. It's already got something down. That, that okay. Way, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, or or like a nice sheet, you know. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. it's a good thread count.
0: Yeah, that'd be, that'd be harder to rip. But I mean, I actually I have
1: no idea what thread count is. I just think if if the number higher, it's nicer. I don't know.
0: That's 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 the kind of luxury level we're dealing with here, folks. You're mm-hmm. dealing with this podcast. Like we don't even look at thread counts. Why? We don't need to know. We nah. just know it's... <laughs> I, I shop at Walmart, so thread count is yeah, not can, really a, I a word I enough.
1: use. I can count good enough to know, you know, what uh, money I shouldn't spend. That's it. There you go. That's that's the counting. So
0: all right, guys. Well, hopefully this was helpful. If you do have any maybe tips, things that you've learned in prayer life resources uh that you have found helpful, uh make sure you leave those in the comment section and or DM them and uh check those out too. Appreciate the feedback. We get a lot, by the way, Rob, of feedback on the videos as far as comments and whatnot. So thank you guys for watching, uh subscribing, hanging out with us. We'll talk to you later. Oh yeah.